Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. You're listening to a live play recording of The Waking of Angmar, an original role-playing campaign using rules for the One Ring 2nd Edition, a tabletop role-playing game published by Free League Games. For more Adventures in Lollygagging, subscribe on YouTube, follow our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash thelollygaggers, and follow us on Twitter at lollygaggerco. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing the One Ring 2nd Edition tonight, continuing our uh, Waking of Angmar campaign. Uh, has Angmar awoke? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we're, this is what, episode three, I think? I think that's right. Uh, so we've been having a lot of fun with it so far. Uh, so if you're in the channel, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for joining us. If you're watching this later on VOD or on YouTube, thank you for doing that as well. Um this will probably be our last one for a couple of weeks as the uh, as the holidays are landing on Saturdays. So Christmas uh, is landing next Saturday and New Year's is landing the Saturday after. So because of that, we'll probably not be back here again playing more wondering until probably around the 8th, I guess, of January. So so this will be it for now uh, for a couple of weeks anyway. Thank you, Aaron, so much for the bits. That's more that's more stuff. So we we've kind of worked out our own rule for bits for those of you who are interested 100 bits will get them a bonus die. 500 bits will get them like advantage or something like that. Uh, favored, a favored roll. I think that puts us at for the fellowship. Okay, okay. Uh, I have nothing to hold over Aaron's head now that uh, Delta Green's, I can't threaten him anymore. So, oh well. Uh, so I think we're at 11. Uh, we have our pool is at 11 from last week and adding those five. So there we go. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back in a, we'll be back in January with more wondering. But this will be it for a couple of weeks uh, until uh, until holidays pass. Uh, let's see. We will we do have one more game left on the channel next week, so we'll be back here on Monday playing Ultraviolet Grasslands, and uh, I'll be over on Garblag Tuesday afternoon, uh, U.S. time, North American time, as we're doing uh, we're doing a, a some kind of trivia contest thing where I'm on Team NA uh, North America. Uh, we are, I think we're the Frobishers. I think that's what our names are. It's an inside joke. If you've watched some of, it's, yeah, I don't know. If Matt's watching, if our friend old Matty Two Arms is watching, somewhere his ears are burning and he knows he knows what this is about. Uh, but yeah, you can come check me out on Tuesday. Uh, and then Ashley, what are we doing tonight? What are you and I doing tonight? Uh, tonight, we're going to be playing The Darkest House by Money Cook Games at 9 p.m. Central on Defenders of Cobalt. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, I mean, like we still have a handful of stuff left. So tonight, uh, and then also uh, I'll be on Steam Steel Murder on Sunday as uh, as we're playing. I think we're we're playing in our Shadowrun game, UVG and Garblack on Tuesday, and then that's it. That's it for like a week. Maybe we'll squeeze a game somewhere in, as, but it'll be like impromptu. I don't think we don't have anything scheduled because of the just just the days that we usually run are are, are caught up by a lot of uh, a lot of holiday stuff. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, try not to make us look like I, uh, I told, I told Pete and a couple others at Garbly that I'm just going to be there to look pretty and I'm going to let Aaron answer all the trivia questions. Uh, I am a relative, uh, neophyte when it comes to, uh, comes to role-playing games. I've really only got back in this a couple of years ago. Uh, I played first, the first role-playing game I ever played was Vampire the Masquerade in the mid-90s. I had no idea. No one prepared me for what was happening, and I just showed up at, you know, a couple of us showed up at a friend's house, and I was like, what's happening? What is happening to me? Like, I had an old, eight like, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons book in the early 90s. I think it was, like, I'm not sure what edition it was, but, like, 
uh, I have it on my shelf still. That was like the first book I ever had, but I never played it. We just, uh, my, my buddy and I, we just made characters and, and used those to do random battles on our hero quest board. And then the first real role playing game was, it was, was, uh, was made by the masquerade. And then I didn't do anything until college. And then I didn't do it again until I met these sh- schmucks and we started, uh, what, what was the first, I think it was, wasn't it uh, end of the world? Then we did the end of the world alien mm-hmm. game. That yeah. was a lot of fun. That was the first one. <laughs> I guess I guess Aaron will both beat a pretty pretty one, and then Matt can do all the question. I mean, he is a guard block, so he should have to do all the work. Uh, but yeah, but now we're playing Wondering. So let's. There's enough with that that random aside. Let's uh, let's play some Wondering. Um, why, why don't we introduce characters, and then I'll I'll do the summary, and then we'll get going. So uh, so let's start with uh, with a Rineal. Um, I, I'm gonna I want two things. Two things. Uh, how are you doing on Hope? Because hope is a resource that is an adventure resource, meaning you're not going to get most of it back until we hit a fellowship phase. So how you did on hope and uh, how you feel it right now and how you feeling at, at everything you've learned and stuff like that. So Arineal. So Arineal's not doing great on hope. Um, I, I did not quite realize exactly how hope came back. Um, and I also didn't quite comprehend um, for... Um, my character specifically, I only recover half during uh, fellowship phases. So, yeah, I'm down to four out of twelve. I spent it a little bit too freely. Oh man! In the first session, I spent like half in the first session, like thinking that it kind of recovered um, all at once in the fellowship phase. Kind of not remembering that little uh, bit from Rangers that I'm only getting half back. How are your it. shadow? How are you doing on shadow so, points? Uh, shadow. I am at. Oh, I just had it. And Probably two. Until I found it again. Two. I say two. Yeah. Only okay. Two. So you know what's going to happen if your shadow points reach your current hope, right? It was max hope. We looked that up. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's max hope. <laughs> that's what I was freaking out about before last session. Right. But it was okay. current and not max. Okay. And so yeah. So so basically, like what we're talking about is there's a mechanic like the mechanism in games. Like hope is a resource that you can spend to make yourself, you know, to get extra die, dice and rolls. Shadow is is like another. Uh, it's another pool that you accrue shadow points over the course of advent- the adventuring phase, and like those two things can potentially like cause some issues as you might have to take like a shadow scar you might have to have a bout of madness uh, i'm not going to get into the full rules until it actually happens to us but like they're they're all interconnected uh, and so that's how you might start moving down your shadow path because everyone has a shadow path um, every specific calling has something that you you move down and uh, you can take a shadow scar but if a sh- like to, to sort of replenish you know the the pool of shadow points or depleted i should say and then, the, but that kind of creates this like permanent shadow point that's always on your, always on your sheet. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So uh, I know who to target today. Good. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got Floyd. Uh, Long, tell us about Floyd. Yeah, I'm playing Floyd, treasure hunter dwarf. I'm pretty hopeful right now. I've got nine out of 11. Nine out of 11. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a hell of a, hell of a move last week. You pulled like a Hulk Hogan from the, from the, from the, the high rope. rings. Yeah. yeah like, the ropes, I should say, excuse me. Now, um, and you are 69 years old, right? You pervert. Uh, yes, I am an adult dwarf. Nice. That's actually fairly young for a dwarf. You know that, right? Mm. Yeah, 69 is, is fairly young. Uh, f- for example, your your patron, Balin, who is also a dwarf. I want to say he's like 200 and change. I can't remember the exact number. Like 202 years old. But yeah, 69 is fairly young. Um, I believe that Gimli... 
of Lord of the Rings fame was in his 60s when the the Erebor quest was taken up in The Hobbit and he was considered too young to go on the quest in his 60s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So just, just yeah, it's just kind of dwarves different age, different age, uh, age system. But yeah, I think balance balance like uh, 202 or so something. I looked it up, but I wrote it down somewhere, but he's over. He's in his 200s, but he's looking good. He's looking good for a 200 year old dwarf. Um, and then finally we got, uh, we got Gilly. Tell us about Gilly, Ashley. So my hope I have nine out of 14, uh, and I do have two shadow points, uh, hanging over me, but I am our lovely hobbit. Uh, I'm our scholar. (laughs) Uh, and she, she means business. Um, she's come across pretty weird so far. Uh, she does a mean that's, troll that's, impression. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty on brand for Ashley characters, though. <laughs> yeah. First, that's true. first impression we had, she's like elbow deep in a freaking dead sheep or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's like I was like, oh, she's gonna be so cute when I I like introduce her. Adorable. And then, and then everybody's like, yeah, I'm gonna investigate this, and I'm like, I have to, I have to investigate the sheep. Like I have to. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's dive in. So you all have, we've been, we've been adventuring around, uh, around Breeland, right? So Breeland has four villages of note. The one that most people know is Bree, but we have been dealing mostly with Combe, which is a neighboring, neighboring village. There's also two others. There's Staddle, uh, which is where I think it was like the, it's predominantly hobbits. Um, Combe is humans with some hobbits so it's basically like a mixture of like brie hobbits which is what gilly is and and uh and humans uh and then there's also archit which is a little further up i want to say the green which is the north south road um and they're a little i think they're the most kind of remote i think they might be the smallest if i recall i'd have to take, I have to look it up again uh but we've been hanging around comb because your patron balan as i already said uh asked you all to look into an issue with one of his friends rosa goodborough a uh, a hobbit sheep farmer who uh who has the the nicest mutton or something like that, and uh, sh- her her livestock and some of her neighbors' livestock were were getting uh, getting slaughtered, and we started with you all investigating that, and it turns out uh, that it had something to do with uh, with a goblin raiding party, orc raiding party, uh, and um, you also learned that there was a missing woodcutter uh, from from Combe by the name of Elise Briar Cleave that was also missing. You guys headed out to investigate you went through the chetwood you went into the midgewater marshes you met and actually befriended uh in a fairly tense conversation hollis oakstout who was a uh an exiled uh brie warden who apparently uh raised guard dogs and things like that but he, he did something bad in the you know he, he he sort of looked the other way on a crime for some bandits and then he kind of got exiled and he claims to have been doing it just because he wanted to help his old dear mom um he gave you a lot of information. He gave you information that there was, there's been a ton of activity of late over the past couple of months and over the past couple of weeks where more and more activity as, as goblins and, and orcs and, and wargs and things like that have been moving through the marshes, heading north into the weather hills, uh, it referenced a, a very big, fat, large, powerful looking orc who had like his own little retinue in some sort of strange way, like this little scrawny goblin or something like that, that was, that was following him around might be leading the pack, but they've been hanging out and they've been, they've been doing stuff in the weather Hills. Uh, you're not sure exactly what. Um, and also there is reference to a group of, of men, uh, of, of folk, uh, who were seen, um, 
collaborating, you know, working with them, which is nothing like, like normal bandits on the road wouldn't do that kind of thing. So this is something strange. You eventually found Elise Briarcliffe. You rescued her due to some wonderful ventriloquism and uh, some pretty heroic uh, dwarven jumping off of trees uh, uh, moves by both Floyd and Gilly uh, that, uh, that really kind of turned the tide and allowed you to save Elise from, uh, from what looked like certain doom. You, tr- you got her back to town, got her some, got her some healing. And she kind of confirmed a lot of what Hollis said. And she even gave you one extra bit of info. And that was that this group of, of evil men, presumably, she, she was tracking them throughout the Chetwood. And she saw them kind of clean themselves in a stream and dress in like normal sort of Breland type village gear. And they don't look like, you know, people from this area. They look like kind of strangers, but they've they've dressed in such a way as to almost look like they're kind of undercover. And that's when the goblins kind of attacked and she got an issue and she wasn't able to track them any further, but it looked like to her mind that they were trying to go into the towns. So with that, um, let's get started. Uh, let's, uh, you all, you all managed to convince the sweet roots, which is one of the the people who live in Combe who, uh, who are healing Elise Pri- Briarcleave. You managed to, convince them that you should stay there <laughs> and so that's what you did you they got, got guilt tripped into it <laughs> you talked your way into a house so you wake up in the morning you feel better you got your durance back none of you are wounded so you got your energy back floy was a long day for you as you were carrying elise so you feel a little bit better less fatigued than you were the night before however you guys didn't have a great night's sleep um Mechanically, you got your endurance back, no problem. But you were up several times throughout the night as all throughout the the night, you kept hearing the barking of dogs uh, constantly, Some of sometimes going absolutely crazy uh, for, for minutes on end. And then they'd quiet down, and then you'd maybe fall asleep again for an hour or two, and then once again, middle of the night, you'd hear it once more. Um, the sweet roots, you know, like in the morning, they, when they wake up, they tell you they were kind of concerned that maybe the livestock were getting hit again. Uh, but they, they're able, as they're coming back, fetching some water, bringing it back to the group and everything as you're sitting around eating their food. And they say that's not the case, but uh, but yeah, they've heard from some of their neighbors and from other folk that, uh, yeah, dogs have been going crazy all night and they seem very unsettled and nervous and sort of strange. Um, Elise is better. Elise is feeling better. She's up. She's eating. Color is back in her in her face. She doesn't look as pale. What would y'all like to do? So, what do we want to do? Look at the uh, go to the Forsaken Inn. Do we want to make that trek? Find out about the collaborators. Try to get some information. Um, be better rough out there. They're bandits working with orcs and all that. Nothing like we've ever seen. Gilly just kind of nods, and but she's also, uh, I'm kind of worried about about those dogs. I wonder what that could mean. It's got to be them goblins again. Didn't take care of them all. Of course, they're gonna show up. So we just leave to the end and leave these poor people to deal with it themselves? 
I mean, we can let wardens know, but we gave them our warning. We're not their guards either. But we were entrusted with this with this mission, and I feel like if we just leave, that's that's not. And and she just kind of like, I don't know. You itching for another fight? You're gonna go back out there and? I mean, not really. I did terrible, but maybe on our way to the end, we could check it out. We we're not suffering any wounds, so. I suppose. So what exactly did Balin tell us again? Just remind me. Yeah, I mean your your patron is is tasked you and don't forget you guys have, have your five fellowship points back, has tasked you with like your 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 main goal was to help out Goodborough, the other people of Combe who have have been kind to him in the past. And so that's your task. Like your task is just sort of figuring out what's going on. He probably suspected that there were, you know, maybe goblins or orcs involved. Uh, and you know that Balin has a tendency to, like, if you look at, like, the patron stuff, his, he's very interested in kind of taking out enemy lieutenants and things like that. That's mechanically, like, one of his interests. So taking out the enemy. Um, so that's, yeah, so it's like sussing out who's at fault, who's who's evil, what's going on. So you know that your task isn't complete. Yeah, we can be we could slay goblins night and night and not be over. We have to find a bigger head, the source. Mm, cut it at the root. Okay. <laughs> Just that's her. That's her saying. The root. The metaphors it. got mixed yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. That's how Gilly says it. Yeah. Okay. And then, if we wanted to, how close would we be if we wanted to check in on Marge? Uh, Marge would be over in Bree, uh, as that's that's what Hollis told you. You're in Combe, right. neighboring village. Uh, doesn't take that long long to get there. Obviously, they're neighboring villages, so um, you know that the Forsaken Inn is about a day. If that's your if that is your 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 decision, uh, that's about a day's ride to the east. Um, it's kind of on the edge of sort of this Bree area. It's on the road. You know, it's kind of just this decrepit looking uh, building on the side of the road. Um, so if we wanted to check in on her, we're as close to her right now as we're going to be in a bit, likely. It's not yeah. the urgent task, but we did just run across mm-hmm. her son, and it could be nice to let her know that we did see him. We'll be back in Bree soon. We don't have to go now. It's not like she has anything for us. This is true. We have a job to do. Yeah, it seems like the two the two primary leads you have going on for you right now are the Forsaken Inn, possibly asking some questions there. You do you, you do have from a Hollis at the very least uh, some thought that they might have been there, uh, and then from Elise there was the fact that they might like they, they were dressing in kind of villager clothing and possibly like blending into the town or something like that. So those are kind of like your two leads for those evil folk. And then you just know that there are goblins and orcs up on the Weather Hills uh, and possibly mm-hmm. led by that giant, giant, uh, a giant orc. So those are kind of like your three things. And then like Arineal said, like, you know, Marge, someone to check in on whether or not it's pressing. It's up to you guys. So do we go straight to the inn or do we want to wander comb on our way and see if we see any of these folks that are dressed as villagers? Uh, I, 
Gilly definitely votes for some reconnaissance. So these these uh, disguised villagers that you've been talking about are they in Combe or in Bree again? Uh, You're not sure. Bree and okay. then possibly other places too. Yeah, they're they're these the four villages are like right next to each other. So okay. like they're mm. all within a very short distance. And she saw this happening. Well, Elise saw this happening in the Chetwood, which is to the north, and all the villages are sort of south of the Chetwood. So they could be in any of them. Um, and then you heard the crazy dogs and stuff at night. Hmm. I mean, immediate effectiveness is just where we are. We can look into it. If that like helps maybe a little bit, but then eventually we're going to have to make our way to the end to find out more. Okay. So maybe we can start the morning out in comb and then travel over to then. All right. We thank our hosts for their hospitality. Yeah, I kind of look at you with sort of a, like a snort, like, uh-huh. It was, I haven't uh, showered in two days being out in the marshes in the woods. <laughs> yeah, and like you've got their sheets, their blankets are all kind of covered in your gook and stuff, and they're, and they're holding it up as they're carrying it out, like keeping it three feet in front of them, you know, nose peeled, like, don't mention it, as they wander outside and just set it on fire uh, because there's <laughs> nothing saving it now. Um Oh, and the other thing, by the way, Floyd, if you recall, you found a, a, a braided dwarven necklace. Um, right. That was the other big thing. And it had like, uh, it was braided dwarven necklace and it had like hollowed out teeth as beads. Okay. So you guys want to, you guys want to just do some reconnaissance around the village? Is that, that's what I heard. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll just treat this like a skill endeavor, basically a pretty simple one. Um the idea of just tell me how you're doing this. Like, what are you, what are you looking to accomplish? Uh, we'll set it at like a resistance of six middle, middle of the road. And as you're just trying to, to gain information about what might've, you know, what people might've seen, if anyone's seen any strange folks. So how would you go about, how would each of you, as you spread out, what would you want to do? Um, Gilly would probably be talking to people as she goes, you know. I know I'm not necessarily I'm I'm a stranger around here as well, but I was wondering if there was anybody else who maybe caused some alarm. Okay. Uh sure. Like it sounds to me maybe like a courtesy role. Is that what you're angling towards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do courtesy. As you uh, kind of just just do it, just a general, whoever you run into in the street kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh no, I mean, you tell me. Yes. No, <laughs> that's, that's not that's what you what intended. You, no, 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 no. Okay. All right. The day. All right. Uh, okay. So yeah, you 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 just kind of start wandering about town, and and well. I mean, you're not from Combe specifically, but you are from the Breelands. You're, you know, you're familiar here. You probably might even run into a person or two who might be kind of running errands in different villages or something like that, doing trade. Um, there's, there's certainly overlap. Uh, but uh, as you're asking about, like, one of the things you heard was that, yeah, apparently during the night there was, um, there was more than there was a couple homes buildings that seems like they got broken into um yeah uh then if you need to reset just reload ashley okay 
Uh, but yeah, you 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 hear more than once that there was like people heard prowlers. They they heard like um, like shutters being opened, and and you hear a couple folks from time to time. Like some of them are doing it like kind of scoffing at others who are telling the story about like this paranoia about like. I could have sworn I heard someone outside my, my window last night, and then others was like, you know, and I went a bit. I, uh, I, not sure. I left me me door, you know, unlocked, but I get up, and it's lo and behold, it's locked. And then others are like, strangest thing, like the shutters were open. There's no, I wouldn't leave the shutters open at night. It's it's absurd. And you hear others that are kind of talking about how. And my, my cupboards, someone was rifling through my cupboards last night. I didn't quite understand it. It's very... Hmm. I thought it was my son, but it wasn't him. Uh, he claims he didn't, but yeah. Uh, probably was just him. You know, he gets into all sorts of trouble. Uh, but yeah, you hear maybe four or five different stories kind of in that same vein. Prowlers, people, people, you know, nothing, nothing stolen, like the coin and stuff like that doesn't appear to have been stolen. Um, valuables are still seems to be in their place, which is why no one's really reporting it. It just it's more just like a kind of an oddity. So we'll call that a success. Okay. Okay. So what are the rest of you doing? What do uh, Floyd and Arinia do? We get that info when she does that. Yeah, there's no reason I don't. I think you can't. Can't do that. Uh, I was thinking. Maybe like scan the properties that near where the dogs were barking. Uh, okay, so you want to do like looking for like clues, something that's hidden, like actually yeah. go to some of these houses. Okay, uh, yeah. So you you uh, you find yourself uh, once again <laughs> for the second time this adventure uh, at the uh, at the home of uh, of Meadow Old Book. <laughs> who is a uh, who is a goat farmer, a hobbit goat farmer, who is uh, fairly unimpressed by some of your investigative skills. Uh, the last time you were around, you're, you know, she wasn't too enamored uh, with your attempts to just suddenly be her her hero. Uh, but with, with something else going on, she seems confused. She seems unsettled. Um, you notice that one of the things that she's most concerned with is someone left like the gate of of you know of her corral area, and so some of her animals are just missing. There, there doesn't. A, you know, she's like, she's concerned. And so she's walking around and she's whistling and calling out for what sounds like a goat, like one of her, her, her friendly goats. Uh, so she's like, she's like, Billy, Billy, where are you? Uh, but yeah, go ahead and roll scan. Oh, Gandalf, great success. Great success. Okay, that'll be two ticks towards the goal. Um, yeah, as you are investigating, especially when you're looking at this particular farm, you do notice that there are some very large, um, boot prints kind of in the mud. Uh, it, uh, it rained yesterday afternoon, but it didn't rain last night. And so like the ground seemed fairly moist, um, and kind of was retaining some of these tracks. Uh, and it does look like, you know, non-hobbit footprints and such have been left around um and at a certain point you do find what looks like a like a like a pouch and when you kind of start rumbling through it is is some sort of sort of tobacco when you start smelling it 
it's nothing like they produce around here. Nothing like they produce in any of the Brie lands. And even if you're, you're fortunate enough to get some of the, some of the leaf that comes out of, out of the Shire, um, nothing like that either. This it's, it's got a very pungent smell to it. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to be a kind of a brand or a flavor that you've mentioned that you've, that you've ever experienced before. Um, seems like so, so sort of like outsider product. Uh, Arinia, what are you up to? I was thinking of, um, sort of just moving around the market area. Um, and more listening, something and kind of an awareness, just listening to people's conversations and what's going on today. Okay, uh, sure. So, what do you what do you think in a rolling here? Awareness. Okay, awareness. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Oh no, no. that's a failure. You uh, you are beset by numerous dirty looks. Uh, as you wander around the kind of the, the market square of Combe, fairly small, it's not, uh, it's not as robust as Brie might be. Uh, but as you're going about, you're getting more than a number of, of dirty looks and you're, you can hear just fine, but usually when you're passing by, you're not overhearing any conversation about activity in the area. You're hearing rumors, of course, but they're about you and about like, like them, Foul ranger folk, you know, who does she think she is coming into the village? Got to stay away from her. Make sure you keep the children from her. We don't want any of them kind of wandering near. Like, I heard that they go wandering about that uh, dead man's dike area up the, up, up the north-south route. And so, like, you hear all these different things about you and about, like, you know, ranger folk, about outsider strangers. If there's any strangers here, it's that one. And they don't say this to your face. They say this when they think you're not hearing. And so, sure, but I know. do. Yeah. yeah. So they're all just giving you, yeah, ranger, like dirty, dirty ranger, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're millennials. Mm-hmm. That's fine. She's used to it. All right. So you're three and three at this point. You've got three successes. You've got three tries. You need three more successes and three tries. So. No pressure. As, so yeah, I put a I put a timeline of six on this uh, as something's happening. There's a clock. The clock is ticking. Um, so what do you guys? So so far you've learned that there's there was somebody somebody certainly was was on like Meadow Oldbrook's property. You can definitely tell that there was some kind of tobacco that was that was dropped that was no way consistent with any of the the stuff that you have here. Uh, you've also heard rumors of people's homes being broken into, but not necessarily anything being stolen. And that's what you've heard heard so, thus far. Uh, so what else do we want to do? Could, I- could Arenium do a, and I don't know if this would work, but could I do a travel check on the tobacco to try to see if in my travels I've come across where that tobacco is from? That wouldn't really be a travel test. Uh, okay. To me, that's more of a lore, I think, uh, is more likely, something that's like what that. what I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, travel is more about, like, just sort of, the f- you know, trying to keep up your spirits and, and things like that over the course, and, like, your, you know, fatigue and whatnot. Uh, but lore is more like, no- it's like a knowledge check, more likely. Is anybody really good at lore? I've got two texts, but it's an 18. I got uh, one out of 15. 
Don't forget, you guys all have that. All the, have the the listener or the, the listener, the viewer, uh, the viewer bonuses. You also have your five fellowship points where you can mm-hmm. burn one of those as your fellowship uh, as a fellowship ability to to roll at advantage, roll at uh, at favored. I have it favored with two points in it. Oh, then yeah, yeah. So, I'll I'll do a lore check on the tobacco, and okay. use one of the um, bonus die from our pool. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, you meet up with Floyd probably midday. You guys kind of maybe split up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Spend an hour or two. Probably got a late start to the day because things were a little bit hectic last night, and then you didn't get a good night's sleep because of all the dog barking. And so around midday, you meet up again, grab a bite to eat, sniff the tobacco a little bit, kind of go go through it, and um, yeah, go ahead and give it a roll. Great success. Okay. Yay. Okay. You, um, so I'll be two successes. You're five out of six. You got one more and you've got two more chances to get one more success. So you, you, you take a, take a look at it. You smell it, you smoke it. And you can't quite pinpoint like specifically who might have uh, produced this, but there is sort of this lingering flavor and scent to it that seems out of place to you. Like this, uh, this, this, this additive, right? And it kind of dawns on you at a certain point after you after you smoke quite a bit of it during lunch. You just just go through the whole thing, right? Just you know, you hot box Floyd and everything. You um you realize that there is this there's like a weed uh, that you know of, and the name is on the tip of your tongue. Uh, that's not you know that's not you know kind of indigenous to this area, but it is. However, uh, it does grow as far as your research suggests uh, in the hills to the east, to the northeast, like up uh, up in Rudow or up uh, up in the Etmores, Ed- uh, kind of up there somewhere, which is which is sort of tough land. Uh, it's not a place where people really spend a whole lot of time. It's possible some rangers and stuff might might wander around, but like it's known to be fairly uh, kind of dangerous lands, dour lands, you know, here and there. Um, but yeah, this this. It's got that that scent, that flower that suggests, yeah, this is most certainly not from here. So you think it might be like kind of a, like a, a weed that's more indigenous to like the hills and to the mountains, of the Etmores, Mount Garm area, that kind of thing. Uh, okay, so yeah, you are five successes out of six of your endeavor. You have two more chances. Before that clock strikes. So we found footprints. Mm-hmm. Uh, Floyd in. So that's something we could look into. Um, what else? Yeah, footprints. Strange to back. That seems to be from completely outside the Breelands. Uh, which is, is like the, the rumor that you were like what you've heard is that these there's, there's these men that are collaborating with orcs but like you know, as bad as the bandits along the the Great Eastern Road are, like they're not gonna collaborate with orcs and goblins. That's insane, right? They'll steal your money and stuff like that. They'll steal your food. They'll they'll you know they'll waylay you. But they even they have you know have, have standards, right? And so the the theory that Elise was was throwing out there that it might be strangers like coming into the Breelands. You've also heard from from Hollis that there's been recent activity of late in the marshes and how like people you know have there's been 
there's been groups moving through. You know, he, he said it was mostly orcs and goblins coming up from the south, but it could be more. Who knows? Uh, right, those, so, yeah. yeah, those tracks I found. Yeah. Maybe I'll go a little snooping around on those. Uh, okay, so you want to try to like see if you can follow those a little bit more, see if they... See if they turn into something else. Uh, Can I hunting? support with that? Uh, sure. Uh, we could do a hunting roll. Is that cool with you? Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got two in hunting, and I'm favored. Were you oh, thinking I, of something else? And help her with it. Okay. Were you thinking of something else though, Floyd? No, I wasn't thinking. I'm just generally putting out what to do. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and roll that, and you can take your. Uh, bonus die from support the interface as you guys know there's an update to the um to the foundry model uh, module so it's a little bit different but it, it should be self-explanatory if you look at it yep i got it support from companion okay go ahead and give it a roll um and i'm gonna go ahead and take one of the bonus dice sure as well if i can do both gotcha yeah just you have multiple to bonuses. Uh, get some extras there okay why did that not roll wait hold on that didn't roll correctly. Yeah, I didn't roll any of your bonus die. Yeah, because I've got two, f- two for hunting plus the bonus, and it didn't. You're trying do to roll hunting, and you've got, you've got a support from companion. You've so got I'm how many bonus dice? Uh, one for support from companion, and one that I used from the audience. There you go. Rolled for yes, me that's just fine. Okay. All right. So Yay. you 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 kind of get on the tracks for a little bit. They disappear into the middle of town and it becomes impossible to kind of discern them. But once you get a good kind of feel for like the exact, you know, the exact back exact boot print and stuff, and then combined with some of the the powder, you you you'd start doing some additional tracking and you notice on one of the paths kind of leading outwards about you know, kind of in a northwesterly uh westernly veer away from like kind of the center of town, center of the village, you um you you kind of see along the way that there have been ma- you know some some matches that have been struck and dropped here and there as if you're kind of following somebody and you pick it up kind of give it a smell give it a scent you see what looks like some of these leaves that have been dropped along the way and you whiff take a whiff of them and they smell a lot like the types of things that have been picked up uh, by that tobacco pouch that Floyd was able to find and you find yourself um, following this for a bit. And you get out of town, um, a decent ways, and there's a there's a, a small ho- uh, home that's uh, kind of recessed here away, or like kind of reclusive, I should say. Um, you, I would say, a Rineal would probably know uh, who this is. In fact, as a ranger, you know, he's, he's a man by the name of Oswald Breaker. Uh, kind of a curmudgeonly old man, um, widow. Uh, some strange stories about exactly how his wife died. Uh, most kind of steer clear of him uh, for for various reasons. Um, he doesn't really invite anyone over. Uh, occasionally he pays folks to go do shopping for him, that kind of stuff, but more or less kind of stays in his home. The reason you would probably know him, Arineal, is because he tends to, every now and then, he actually is a, is a decent uh, ally to some ranger folk in the area and that like especially at times in which you're kind of doing research in the area whether it's about fornost or you know whether it's about like the north downs or something like that he he has he's known to have kind of his own 
somewhat elaborate library um, that he doesn't usually lend out to folks. Uh, he's he's very suspicious of people and very um, uh, very antisocial. Uh, but he does seem to to have a soft spot somewhere in there in that cold heart of his for for rangers like yourself. Um, at so your we age, see these tracks come up yeah. to his house. Yeah, uh, and like there's a gravel kind of a, a gravel uh, cutaway because you're on kind of a dirt road that's sort of sweeping around the village here and there, right? And then it kind of sweeps up and probably goes north towards uh, towards Archit. Um, but you can see that you know there's a kind of a gravel road here and there. When you look over, you do, you do see kind of a thin plume of smoke coming up out of the chimney. Um, uh, but you can see all the shutters are drawn. It's it's probably mid afternoon. Still, it's overcast a bit. Um, you can see rain is kind of starting to sprinkle uh, time to time. Uh, but yeah, you know that he he doesn't really come out. He he has his own garden in the back that he kind of tends, and when he needs anything else, he he kind of sent, you know hires a messenger or something like that to go grab him things. So, uh, Floyd. It- if you'll indulge me for a bit, I, I actually know um, who, who lives in that home, and I'd like to have a conversation with him, if you wouldn't mind spending a little bit more time out here. Oh, you want me to wait out here? Oh, he's fairly quiet. I've I've met him a, co- a couple of times before, but he, he's not very friendly to folks. You may be able to stay under his eaves, though, out of the rain. Uh, just, just give me a signal. Something happens. Wilton. Okay. So Floyd, Gilly, two of you kind of hang back a bit. You watch as Arineal heads up the the gravel gravel path, approaches the door. Uh, you can see that the lantern that's hanging outside the door is, is is sort of running fairly low, or maybe it, you know, maybe he never kind of doused it for the day. You're not really sure because it looks like it's it's about to give out. Um. Uh, but yeah, like you can't, you don't really see anything. You don't hear anything as you get up, knock on the door, wait, wait, no answer. Knock again, wait, wait, still no answer. Is there a, a window that I can look in around the side? All or the window, yeah, like come up, approaching, approaching from the front of the building, uh, front of the home. You, you, you do, and it's uh, all the all the windows seem to be shuttered, and it's it's summertime, um, so it's kind of, you know, most people will probably throw their their shutters yeah. open at some yeah. point in the summer. Um, knowing I might regret this, I will uh, try the door. Uh, you do, and it does seem to be locked, barred, something like that. It doesn't seem to open. But I did think that I saw like a fire or something inside. You saw the, you know, you saw a chimney coming. You just, uh, you yeah. saw smoke coming up the chimney. So whether, whether, you know, cooking fire or something like that. Right. But yeah, it did seem like there was somebody there and he doesn't travel. You you would know a hundred percent. This is not a guy yeah. who travels. I'm going to um, kind of walk back out over to Gillian and Floyd and just say, so there's clearly someone inside, but he's not answering. And I tried opening the door, but it's definitely barred. We might want to maybe walk around and just see if someone else is inside other than him. 
Well, let's take a look-see, then, will we? Do you actually say look-see? Yeah. Hey, so... He's so modern, this Floy. Okay. <laughs> so the the home is east-facing. Uh, so that you kind of... You see that you follow that dirt road around. Uh, and, and are you all sticking together? Are you spreading out? Um, what do you want to do? Take the other way around the house. Take, you go the other. Yeah, spread out. Uh, what about you there, uh, Gilly? Uh, I'll probably keep an eye on the front door just in case. Make sure nobody comes out this way if they're going around. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so this sounds like a scanner awareness uh, would probably be the most suitable skills here. All right. Are we all rolling or... Uh, if you're just staying out front, uh, I don't think you're going to get any new information that Arminial didn't get already, but you could potentially roll it. And I would say if you get like a greater extraordinary success, maybe there's something we can give you. Arminial failed. Had a great success. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gilly, why don't you go ahead and roll? Just, just more than merrier. Okay. Success. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, we'll start with, um... We'll actually start with Gilly, who's out front. Um, you, you know, you're, you're 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 you stay a little bit of you know a little away from the the front door and everything uh, from the the kind of the front porch area. Um, home's fairly modest. You can see there's like a well off to the south. You can see there's a couple trees here and there and bushes. Um, but you maybe you settle down at a certain point and kind of you know not hide yourself, but kind of make yourself a little scarce uh, behind what looks like a, a bunch of bushes. Um, but as you're doing so, like as luck would have it, um, you kind of pick up on what looks like you know, a series of like this of disturbed earth. And you kind of go over there and you can see that there's this whole trek of, of tracks that seem to be uh, moving off of the, tr- off of the, the pathway and westward into the, you know, into, into his, into his, into his, um, his land, not quite to the home, but almost like it's kind of skirting around the north side of it. Um, Orineal, uh, you know, you, you find, <laughs> you find what. Yeah, I know. Uh, you find what looks like some kind of tool shed in the back, and it's also locked. And like you maybe spend a significant portion of your time trying to bust it open. Uh, eventually, you do. You break the door down, and you realize there's really nothing inside, uh, but what looks like, um, uh, but what looks like uh, just tools and things like that. Uh, whereas um, Floyd, you, you know, as you're kind of wandering around. Um, it's not so much what you see, but what you hear. Uh, as you are kind of, you're probably going around the south side of the house, and even though all of the windows that you pass by are in fact shuttered, you do hear the sounds of a woman kind of cackling, like laughing, coming from inside. Uh, this like deep throaty, like female cackle. Um, and then as you're listening to that, you hear a um, a, a, a same, kind of a similar thing and then you hear a glass like a glass or a plate break I'll rush to Reniel let her know what happened it doesn't sound right uh, okay. no it, it's just Oswald that lives alone here 
at this point, the rain begins to fall a little bit and you're starting to, some of the noise here is just going to get drowned out by like the, the powder of raindrops coming down. Let's find a way in. We might be in danger. What? That doesn't sound like something I would do, <laughs> you guys. Uh, sword is out. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut your sight off so badly. Let's give you a look of the where you're at so you can kind of see. I'll increase those numbers because it is during the day that you guys are here. Even though it's kind of raining, I'm just going to update your vision so you have a little bit more sight to work with. But it is starting to rain a bit, so it's kind of obscuring sight just a wee bit. Um, but yeah, so we'll say that you track down... We'll say that Floyd tracks down um, Rineal in the in the back. Kind of, you pass by what looks like a you know vegetable garden, that kind of thing. You see her putzing around inside of, of some kind of tool shed, uh, whereas you remain out front, Gilly, uh, of the home, mm-hmm. and you're kind of keeping an eye on. And you do you do kind of confirm that there are some tracks that seem to be around. Okay, all right, that should be about good right there. Okay. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Yeah, if there's like a door back here, maybe try and pick it open. It's window. It's a window. Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. try and give it a wiggle. Yeah, you go up to it, and, and it does appear to be like kind of shuttered from the inside. Like there there might be likely kind of a drop bar to keep like the wind from blowing these things open. But at the same time, if you wanted to, you could probably pretty easily just like you know, take the axe out and smash it. It's like, it wouldn't be hard, but like, it's not the case of like, there is like a lock or something to pick. Um, you could get this open, but it would make some sound. Uh, I have burglary. So I'm trying to look for a way to like something that's locked. If I can unlock it would be preferable. Okay. Um, we could say that there might be enough of a sliver, uh, between like the two sides of the shutter to maybe slide like a very thin like dagger or blade in and maybe see if you could just kind of get it up that way. It's going to require, I think, a, a, I think this is going to be a skill roll though to do that. Yeah. Whereas the other okay. thing wouldn't be a skill roll. Just smashing it's easy enough to do. Um, so a stealth would probably be the most likely uh, skill that you're probably going to want to use here. All right. So I have the distinctive feature of burglary. So this would probably... Oh yeah, for sure. If you want to burn a hope, mm-hmm. is that what you're saying? To get yeah. your yeah, so burn a hope inspired. Okay, to so get your extra extra dice. Look at all them dice rolling. Whoa, twenty seven extraordinary. What the? Oh my no gosh! Sound, like no sound whatsoever. Not even a hint. And not only that, because of the extraordinary success, what we'll say is that we'll carry that over to you and Arineal climbing in the window completely silently. Okay, so it's going to be not just you opening the window, but actually the two of you entering the home without any sounds whatsoever. Okay? So, assuming the two of you want to do that. So the two of you climb in. I did first want to kind of go around the side. gotta go now. Gotta go now. (laughs) (laughs) So while he was filling with the lock, I'm going to go around the side. um, Make eye contact with Gilly and let her know that we're going in the back. Sure. So she knows what we're doing. Okay, Gilly, do you want to join them? Uh, She will after she follows those tracks for a little bit. Yeah, so you notice that they kind of move about a bit to 
the north. You can see that they lead up to what looks like this tree uh, to the northeast of the home. And they kind of linger there. Like, And at a certain point, you see like they split off and go in different directions. Some of them go to the back of the house. Some of them go kind of to the front of the house here and there. But it looks like maybe they were lingering you know, around here for a bit using... That eventually kind of spread. And you can kind of tell just from like how old the tracks look and how muddy they are compared to how wet mm-hmm. the, the ground was from time to time. Um, but yeah, you get the sense that somebody was kind of casing the joint. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then sh- she'll meet up with them if that's what she feels. Sure. Yeah. You can go ahead and move yourself uh, all around the home. If not, I can do it for you. Um. Okay. So all of you sneak into the what looks like a bedroom uh as you pop inside you can see that there's you know bed big enough for two uh very very quietly there's a door that leads to the rest of the home as well but it doesn't look like no anyone noticed you as you came came in like you, you kept it very quiet um you can see that the bed itself has uh it looks to have not been slept in as far as you can tell or or at least it was decently made um you can see that there's what looks to be some kind of charcoal sketch of a of a woman like uh as like a little portrait that seems to be framed up on one of the walls directly across from the bed itself uh looks like there's uh kind of a, a wardrobe on the north wall there's uh there's two smaller the kind of nightstands on either side of the bed, which is centered on the south wall, and then the door seems to go eastward into the rest of the rest of the, the building itself. Uh, are you going inside or not, Gilly? Uh, yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. All right, I'm gonna move you. All right, you got it. All right. What do you guys want to do? I'm gonna creep this door open. Maybe get a peek if I can see anything. Okay, uh, I'll carry over your extraordinary success one more time. Uh, this will be the last time, and I'll ask for a new roll. And so I'll go ahead and just open it, and you can kind of see a, a little bit. Uh, and so what you actually see right now is what you really do see. And you can do it quietly. You can see that there is a woman uh, to your right, which is the south side, uh, at a dining table. You can see that she's got her – she's sitting in a chair. She's leaning back against a wall. She's got her dirty boots up on the dining table. Uh, and you can see that the dining table is kind of caked in it. There's a small, there's like a lantern that's giving off some light. Uh, you can see there's a bunch of wine bottles on the ground here and there. And she seems to be drinking uh, out of one of them. And then when she finishes, she just sort of tosses it up in the air and it kind of lands and cracks down. Uh, you also have view of what looks like a kitchen area. Um, it's like there's there's no lantern in there, but you're getting enough light kind of bouncing off some of the walls and through the tiny seams and the shutters here and there. Uh, but that's what you see when you creak it open. Uh, you also, I would say, notice that she's got uh, a weapon uh, that's kind of sitting up. She looks like she has like a fairly big cudgel, and she's got a bow that's uh, uh, that's leaned up against the wall next to her, and the cudgel is like resting on top of the dining table. Um, would I have to do a roll to climb back out the window? Uh, yeah, I think so. Going back out, you probably throw a stealth. Because I'm thinking I'll go around to the front again and I'll start banging on the door to see if I can draw her attention. Yeah, so you guys If you want to do that, roll stealth. Okay. 
We haven't used fellowship points yet if you wanted to roll at advantage. Yeah. Those do replenish. Uh, so you have five. Stealth is an advantage for me. Okay. Perfect. So, so I'll just favored. do. This is a fifth edition. Yeah, sorry. Favored. My bad. Uh, could I take one of the extra dice, though? Got it. Of course. Yep. I'm tracking this. I don't trust Melissa and her cheating. We're down to eight. Cheater. Success. Okay. You uh, you guys, as as Floyd is, is kind of peeking out the, the creased open door into the rest of the house, Arineal, you look over your shoulder and you can see Gilly is climbing back up at the window. And just as she's, looks like she's about to slip and fall, but she manages to steady herself at the last second. And like, you can see that she was, she nearly fell right down on the ground on some kind of, some sort of chest that he has there. And it's very, very careful. Like she has like this, uh, this coin pouch that's kind of hanging down from her belt. That's just sort of jingling and could very easily have smashed, but she manages to very carefully kind of get over and quietly step back outside. You don't think that anyone, you don't think she's made, she made significant enough noise to draw attention to anyone. Uh, Floyd, you also don't notice the woman that's sitting at the table do anything. Uh, so you can move yourself back outside, Gilly. Uh, Arrhenia, what are you doing while this is happening? So Floyd just did something. Gilly did something. What do you want to do? Gilly, would you say that you communicated your plan in any way? Like, did you make any hand motions or anything like that? Uh, I'd say we probably have worked with each other long enough that you guys would know that I go to be the distraction, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, In I which think case easy, then, like pointing at the door and being like, "Yeah, yeah you can, you can, you can do it." Like easy. Yeah. Let's use the bathroom at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're saying I should knock on the door right now? Okay, well, I'll knock on the door right now. <laughs> All right. In that case, then Arrhenius is just going to hold tight um, because if Gilly is going to be a distraction, then Arrhenius is going to wait for the signal. Uh, okay, if you're just waiting, why don't you go ahead and roll an awareness uh, while Gilly goes back outside and is kind of stomping around. I'm failing everything today. Yeah, the rain coming outside is just really... It's, it, like now with the window kind of open a bit, like you can hear the rain is getting heavier and heavier. It's falling. It's getting a little harder to sort of make out. Um, you occasionally hear the sounds of like footsteps and people moving about, but you can't really discern exactly what you're hearing. Uh, Floyd, what do you want to do? You have this woman in, in your sights. Yeah, I want to like, eavesdrop if I can hear if they're conversing about anything. Uh, sure, you can roll that awareness test if you'd like. Here comes the extraordinary success. Oh! Oh, it's only seven. Uh, yeah you guys really should like think about using the resources that you have before you just hit the roll because like the, the rolls in this game are kind of hard at times until you yeah, start burning those resources so you, you really should be using the resources that you have but it's too yeah. late you failed yeah, um we did yeah you don't it's similar like you just the rain's a little too loud um which on the one hand is helpful because it kind of helped cloak some of gilly's movements probably but on the other hand you can't make out exactly, but you do hear muffled voices elsewhere in the house. So you don't think this woman's alone. You just can't quite make out what's being said. Uh, and you also hear like stumbles and shouts and stuff like that. Like not stumbles and bumps and things like that. Uh, but at this point, yeah, actually you can kind of move yourself around to the front uh, if you like. That's okay. 
Um, is but yeah, this you a don't window? That is, in fact, a window, yeah. As you pass by. Yeah, she'll, like, crawl underneath it and then just head up to the front and start banging on the door again. Yeah, all the windows are shuttered, so, like, you don't have to worry too much about it. Okay, so you go up and you start banging. uh, You start banging at the door. And, Floy, if you're continuing to keep an eye on the woman at the dining table, you see that she sits up. So the, she rests all four of the chairs down on the floor, and then she gets up, grabs the cudgel, and you can see that she takes a few steps, and she kind of leans against a post that's right here in the center of the room, kind of helping the rafters a bit. And she's kind of staring at this point at the at the door. Um, you also... <laughs> it's 11 Zs. You should definitely offer them tea. Uh, you also notice um, a second woman... Uh, step out from behind kind of an obscure wall that you couldn't quite see, but she steps into vision and like, she's kind of hiding behind what looks like the door. Neither of them are opening it, but they looks like they're kind of, they have weapons in hand and they're, they're kind of gripping them and they're waiting and waiting. You get the sense that they're like waiting for someone to open the door, but they're not going to open it themselves. Hmm. I'll just wait on Gilly's plan then. Okay, well, Gilly's plan has just happened. She's just yeah. knocking. Yeah, oh, she's just knocking. Yeah. yeah, she's knocking and she's making noise, and they're they're watching the door and they're waiting to see if it opens, but they're they themselves don't appear to be willing to open it. Arinial's got uh, sword and shield out as soon as we got inside, and so upon the banging of the door, Arinial wants to just go charge at the woman okay. leaning against the middle. Okay. Uh, let's see if you manage to do this like with <laughs> ambush. So stealth versus sure. awareness is basically what this is going to be. Oh, man. So, yeah. I would like to, I'm not so good at stealth. So I would like to use a fellowship point and, uh, one of our, uh, D sixes. Okay. That's the first fellowship point of the day, right? Yeah. That we're down that. to four. Okay. Okay. Just making it. sure. All right. Let me see if this roll works properly. So stealth. With a dice and a bonus dice. Yeah, it's not working for me for some reason. It rolled the two, but it's just not doing the sixes for some reason. So one, two, three. Yeah, I'll take care of it for you in a second. Uh, Are you doing it? Give me your total. The D6. This is me rolling. I got a five, a three, and a six on my D6s. Okay. So unfortunately, they rolled an Eye of Sauron, uh, which for them is the equivalent of you guys rolling a Gandalf. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you push past Floy, and as you do, the woman at the post immediately whips her head around. And you can see you're unable to get kind of an an ambush off. Uh, So we're going to move into combat then. Um, at this point, no, am- I'm going to say no opening volley either. I think we're in too much of a close quarters to really kind of warrant okay. this. You specifically said you took out your shield and sword. In this case, it makes sense. We're inside. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to bypass opening volleys and just dive right into combat at this point. Um, okay. So, all right. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Let me get some, uh, get some death music going. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, let me put you all in combat. Oh boy, I'm worried about y'all. 
Yes, I'm just going to go ahead and put all those in combat. Don't say that, Jeff. <laughs> Reniel is protecting one of her few friends in the world. Theoretically, I don't know why they're not popping up. There we go. I got to do this one at a time. All right. Okay. Uh, you're protecting your one friend in the world. So you're, are you trying one to say you have friends in the world? Like, I mean, there's the group okay. that I come with, like obviously this party, but outside of that, Oswald is you know, one of the few people that like me. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, so let's do, uh, so we're skipping, we're skipping opening volleys. We're going right into stance. So pick your stances. Uh, Gilly, you're also outside a locked or barred door, uh, on the other side. And I'm going to say, why don't you roll an awareness test to see if you even hear scr- a scrum beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't I, even know if it's activated yet. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Uh, and Aaron, you're totally right. I only, I pre- really prefer only to kill people named Matt and, uh, and Canadians. <laughs> Uh, so that seems to be <laughs> what I go after. Uh, yeah. So as long as your name's not Matt. Automatic uh, success. Ooh. Okay. You uh, you hear the sounds of the woman as she, uh, it will say as she whirls and notices Arineal, uh she shouts. Uh, and we'll say actually she sou- shouts in a language that uh, I think none of you might necessarily be familiar with. Uh, at least it sounds... Yeah, it sounds quite quite concerning. Um, and when she looks over at now that she's a little bit closer to you, Floy, and and also Arineal, you can see that like she, the, your your friend Elise was was right. She's got like these these kind of peculiar braids coming down her her head, and she's got what looks like almost like sort of tattoos over top of her eyes in kind of this peculiar way. She looks a little uh, she looks she looks like she's tried to clean herself up, but is nonetheless kind of got this like caked up grime uh just do let's just do uh, uh just do your your stances don't don't put yourself don't move yourself yet oh i just so. figured because i ran out so i was just kind of catching up uh yeah I did i'll, last time, I'll say put yourself right out in front of the door because uh yeah because uh, it's gonna okay. be it's gonna be there they're gonna get the 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 assignment role okay all right Could so floy and a renewal are in front go ahead can i put myself in open in like Granted, I don't necessarily know that they're in combat yet, but still do the Inhearten roll. Uh, yeah, it would or be I like got you the, could, I got yeah, the success, can, so I do know. You did, you, yeah, you you know that something's going down, and yeah, you can. I mean, the idea of Inhearten is like you're shouting like encouragement or something like that. So sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So in this particular case, you guys are uh, <laughs> you guys are outnumbered. Um, <laughs> So when we uh, so this reminds you all when there's more enemies than heroes, which in fact there are, uh, the lore master does assign one opponent to each unengaged hero fighting uh, in a close combat stance, and then for each remaining foe, the lore master chooses between a hero and close combat. Blah blah blah. So like, I kind of set that up. So I think this one is so like we'll keep the distances where they are because we can get a couple. You know, you still have to advance and things like that, but. Um, We'll say that this one for sure will be uh, assigned to uh, Arineal. The one that's kind of over by the front door will be assigned to... We'll actually assign that one specifically to to Gilly, since she's right by the front door, and I think at this point she knows the jig is up. Uh, And then... Yeah. Uh, We'll have another one assigned... 
Um, yeah, so there's going to be two that are two each are going to be assigned to both Arineal and Floy, and one of them is going to be assigned to Gilly. Uh, okay, uh, so at this time, let's go ahead and, and pop into the first round of combat. So, uh, Arineal, you're in uh, forward stance. Uh, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go ahead. And I would like to do intimidate foe. Okay, so that's your combat test. Do you want to stay where you're at? Do you want to advance? Because uh, one of the things you can do is your minor, you know, is your minor action kind of advance a couple steps in combat, which in this case that would that, that would be this. Uh, or do you want to kind of hang hang here? I think I'll hang here. Like there isn't anything where like she's going to get charged if she comes at me or anything like that. So, like I no, think I'll stay. Really, nothing really like that. Okay, it's fine. Um, okay, so go ahead. Uh, so you're doing the combat task of uh, intimidate from, bow. All right. Go so ahead. that's an all roll. Um, mm-hmm. And I I feel like this would be... Oh, do I want to spend hope now? We have so few hope. I'm just going to roll it. Remember, we still have dice from the... Yeah, I'll take one of those. All right, down to six. Let me see if this rolls properly. Mm-hmm. All right. So the intimidate foe, you make an all roll, all roll as your main action on success. The enemy's morale has been shaken, and all opponents with might one are made weary on their next attack roll. Uh, if your roll includes a success icon, which is a six and a d6, and all adversaries with might two, might is sort of um, sort of like a sort of a general strength indicator of a, of a character. Uh, and so with a great success, that'll be Ooh. any... So in this case, it'll be any adversary with uh, at Might 2 or Might 1 is going to suffer the, the, the weary penalty. Uh, all right. I rolled right. a successful roll. <laughs> it's exciting today. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Uh, okay, so Floy, you're up. Is What is it actually? What is it you shout to make this? Or, or what is it you do? to make this uh, intimidating presence. Um, I was kind of playing off the protection of like, you're, you know, kind of that, like, you're not gonna, um, you're not gonna hurt my friend. I know this house inside and out. Something like that. That sounds <laughs> scary to people. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it back. That's a fail. That, that's a- <laughs> you should just finish. <laughs> they're not, they're not. No. <laughs> they're not intimidated. <laughs> They feel they feel guilty. They're like, oh, we can't, we can't hurt her. Look at her, like, ah, oh, that's a shame. Uh, okay, so uh, by the way, weary means that whenever you roll like d6s uh, as part of a roll, the one any any roll of a one, two, or three is counted as a zero instead. So it makes it harder to to hit. Okay, uh, what are you doing, Floy? Am I in- engaged or am I not? Uh, so yeah, you would be assigned to the one in this corner over here. You know that. Uh, so the the way the game works is that you're engaged in the sense like those you two are kind of locked eyes. You know that you're kind of thrown down with that one. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm sorry, okay. this one right here. This there's a guy who just kind of stepped out right there. That'll be yours. All right, with Arinial charging out already, I'll just follow her and go towards the one. Just run okay. at the one that I'm locked eyes with. Yeah, so you can go ahead and like your minor action, you can advance forward, and then if you want your main action, you can attack if you like. Yeah, I'm just I'm swinging down. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
to remember. Oh, yes, yeah, this axe stunner. I remember that horseshoes game. <laughs> I was like, what, episode uh, two, I think, of our Zweihander podcast? Oh, dear. God, I spent a long time making those rules, and it's time I'm never getting back. <laughs> so we were so dumb. Uh, don't forget to target your. Yeah, make sure to target them, uh, and then roll your die. Oh no! Oh, I got eye of Sauron. You come, you come swooping. In. It's like you're charging at the woman who's by the door, and you look like she's getting ready to kind of like unhook and maybe charge at, uh, at Gilly outside. And right as it looks like you're about to get a clear swing on her, the door opens right to your left, and this guy comes barging out. This big hulking dude. And you can see that he's got like village, like Bree villager clothing on, but it certainly doesn't fit right. He seems much, much bigger and like kind of, you know, muscular, powerful, tall. And he comes, and out of nowhere, he just blocks your swing as it comes through and kind of stares you through. And he's like, smell dwarf. And the, uh, yeah, and your, your attack misses. Uh, Gilly comes over to you. Okay, so I'm going to do my uh, Rally Comrades. Yeah. So that's an Enhearten roll. Um, would you say it could make it inspired because I'm true-hearted and I really believe in Floy and Irenial and just actually just kicking it, kicking butt, taking names? Uh, I mean, normally, I yes, but I feel like you don't know what the hell's going on inside. Uh, so go for it. I think it. more so in the sense, like, I'm just totally sincere. Like, I believe that they can't do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, I am down. Thinking of that horseshoes game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear goodness. It was a lot of fun. It was a really, it I was. think the mechanics were cool. I think the mechanics were cool. Like, you can, like, intimidate, insult, and stuff. Uh, go ahead and roll that. Uh, Roll that combat task. Great okay. success. Yay. All right. So uh, so you are doing rally comrades. So yep. this means that on the next round, uh, next turn, um, basically anybody in a close combat stance gets a bonus die on your attack. So remember that on your next turn. Cool. Uh, and then I think what I would do from there is uh, I want to run back around to what I, the open window. Mm-mm. You're not going to nope. be able to do that. Uh, no, because moving that amount of distance would take up the majority of your time. So if you're talking about like literally no, traversing I mean, all the way around. a little bit of- as far as I can get or no. Uh, yeah, you would basically be able to get to like there. Like the idea. Okay. Yeah, you're, you can take like three or four steps. Like advancing is more like you can take like two or three steps forward. But like if you're trying to traverse a battlefield, like you're going to have to at some point burn yeah. your action to do so or to try to burst open a door or the burst open a window so like you're gonna have to spend that at some point got it okay okay but you guys hear uh you guys hear through the door the windows you hear the sounds of gilly saying what um at first she's just like screaming kind of like the troll was doing like kind of like also like an intimidate thing there's a troll outside (laughs) you just hear gilly just go oh and she's like Get up, Floyd! A radio! And, uh, yeah. She's very okay. enthusiastic. Gilly's outside, <laughs> hulking out on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> Gilly smash! Yeah, she's, 
she's just going on and she's like, give me something cool to write in my diary tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, this is where it's going to get rough for you. Uh-oh. So first you see uh, Arenial to your left. Uh, so from a northern set of double doors, you see them burst open. Uh, like with a significant, like a not insignificant amount of power. Uh, and out as you comes see, my friend Oswald, right? To try as you as spray. you see a very uh, a very a very kind of tall figure has kind of got half their head shaved, and you can see like there's a braid, like a this black braid that kind of goes down the top of it. Kind of got these almost looks like like markings of some kind around the side, and the other half is just hanging limply. Um, very difficult for them to pass as as Brelanders. Um and they just kick the door open and you can see they have uh, they themselves have a have a not insignificant uh, uh, kind of uh, they have a, some sort of rough blade in their hands uh, but that's their turn is to literally kick the door open and take a couple steps forward uh, next up uh, is the uh, the yeah, the woman that was by the corner, she's going to spend her turn. Uh, she's going to open up the door, hearing the sound of someone outside shouting back in. She's going to open the door, and then she's going to step outside. Uh, and her, she's basically step, just basically stepping, opening the door and stepping through it and looking to see what's out here. Cudgel in hand, ready to go. Spots Gilly immediately, uh, and so that's that's her turn. Um, after that, it's gonna be who's next. Uh, this is the so the next one is the one that was kind of leaning by the post that Rinial you were gonna go in charge. She locks eyes with you. You can see this cruel grin comes up, and you can see the stain, the wine stained teeth uh, begin to show. And you can see there's a few of them that are still missing. Um, she scars all over her face. She looks like she's lived a very rough and tumble life, uh, but she's gonna advance uh, and take a swing at you. Uh, she is. Weary, mm-hmm. uh, which I did toggle on the sheet, so this should hopefully uh, be part of the roll. Um, yeah, so yeah, she's just gonna come up and uh, take a swing. Um, sorry, I need to target you. We get used to this whole having to target a person mm-hmm. thing. We don't really do that in any of our other games. Uh, honestly. One thing that's one thing I don't like about this sheet. I don't like having to toggle stuff. Everything else I love. Uh, takes a swing at you. Um, so they come charging. And <laughs> but you can see that maybe she drank too much wine or maybe she's just a little too tired. But she kind of goes, lifts this cudgel that had been resting on the dining on the dining room table, swings, you duck out of the way, and it smashes against the wall. You hear what looks like uh, some kind of some kind of uh, like sketch of a, again another one of those kind of charcoal sketching of a woman just fall to the ground and and and, and, and kind of scatter like the frame kind of breaks. Originally, you would know since, since we've established that you know this guy. Um, I, I don't know if, if your age, being so young, you're, you are very young. For, uh, I'm not sure if if you'd have a very lengthy relationship with him, and you certainly wouldn't have met her, but you would probably be able to intuit it's his, it's his wife, right? And so this is, right. this is kind of a, yeah. Um, so next after that, uh, after that one goes, it'll be, <laughs> oh, there's more. Uh, yeah, don't worry. All this one can do is move. Uh, and this one will get right up next to Arineal as well. Um, as they come pushing past the, 
since their double doors is able to kind of get through. Uh, when you look into the room that they're coming from, from the north, this is both Floyd and Ringo. You can see it's a some kind of study. There's there's books on the ground. You can see some of the bookcases have been smashed. Chairs have been broken. Uh, Floyd, from your angle, you can see that there is an old man laying on the ground. Uh, you're not sure his condition. Uh, then, um, finally, it'll be the one that just stepped out of, now that you're close to it, uh, now that you're close to him, Floyd, you can see he just stepped out of the bathroom, uh, as, uh, and he blocked your swing and he is then going to return that swing towards you. Uh, he also is weary. So I'll go ahead and click that and he'll take a swing. Probably not going to hit, but maybe. Yeah. He swings out and is his cl- his cudgel just clanks harmlessly off of your armor uh and that is the end i believe of their turns yeah that is the end of their turns we go to a new round again the three of you will get bonus a bonus die from the uh the inspiring uh inspiring presence from from gilly what do you guys want to do Irineal, you're up first i will i will retain uh the stance that i'm in and i'm going yeah, to um retain the same target um and I'm going to uh, strike her, so I should have an extra d6 because we're just doing stances. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Sorry. So, Rineal, you're staying in, in forward stance. Floyd, are you good where you're at? Forward stance, um, or do you want to do something else? You can see that bursting through the door, this guy up to the north, uh, the big guy with the fairly big sword. He's mm-hmm. looking around and he sees you, mm-hmm. and you can see his eyes just kind of stare down. So basically, you think he's coming for you as well. You can see oh, that Arineal's boy. got two on her. One of them just stepped outside going after Gilly. You've got another one here that you're already kind of engaged with, and then there's this big guy stepping out that's coming for you as well. I'm going to open. I'll actually switch it up a bit. You're going to switch it up? You're going to go to open? Okay. You should yeah. be able to do that yourself, I believe. Yeah. It changed. Sweet. I changed it. All right. Uh, okay, and then uh, Ashley, what do you want to do with uh, with Gilly? Uh, I'm gonna stay in open. All right. So I can get that bonus die. All right, let's do it. Uh, so then, in forward stance, Arineal, your turn. You've got two of them on you. All right. So the original one that I I see your face. <laughs> I just remember that they actually get a bonus die because of the stance you're in, so they're both going to get bonus die against you with the attack. I can't remember if I took them on the previous turn, but we'll see. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this sheet should already calculate the plus one because of my stance, and then I'll get another plus one. From, from, from Gilly. The, yeah, from Gilly. So... Let me see if that works. So I get two for my swords, so then I should get another one for my stance and another one um, for that. And then I'm going to use one of the other ones. Could you be more specific? You said other ones twice. Uh, sorry. Um, so I've got one for my stance, one from Gilly, and one from the audience purchased. Okay. Gotcha. And then plus your mm-hmm. skills. Like you have two, you said you have two levels. Exactly. In it, so. so I right. should have uh, one, five. So there should be five D6s rolling. Go for it. Oh, no. I see. A short uh, one D6. That's rolled only four D6. So I'm going to roll another one. Yeah, go ahead. Nice. Sauron in there, too. It's an auto fail, though. 
Uh, it's not an auto fail an unless okay. unless you're uh, unless there's a, one of the conditions. I can't remember which one of the conditions makes it an auto failure, but on on its own, it just counts basically as a zero. Okay, uh, that is a fail. As you go to swing out at your target, uh, and you 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 know, but you're 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 waylaid and kind of distracted just enough by this second combatant, this guy that steps out of the room, charges after you, kind of bumps you as you swing. You miss. Your sword slashes down to the ground, kind of cuts into the floorboards. Uh, then it's going to move over to Floy's turn. Floy, you're in open stance. Uh, what do you want to do? Nah, nothing personal, mate. Not just bringing my axe up and swing at him. Go for it. So this is the guy. This is the guy who just got out of the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> he's like pulling his pants up, and he's like, "Oh God, dwarf!" <laughs> uh, that, is, that is a success, indeed. You hit him uh, seven points of damage. Uh, okay, uh, it's not a piercing thing. You didn't get any extra bonuses, so it's just straight up seven damage. As you, as he. He parries the first shot, and you just kind of sweep down and go right for his legs. You get a chunk of the blade right into his calf, and you can see him wince and sort of uh, lift it back. Your blade comes free, squirt of blood against the against the wall. Uh, okay, uh, then it's going to go over to Gilly. Uh, your turn. Um, yeah, I'm. This woman gonna... stepped out into the porch, staring at you. She's got it's like, yes, you. Little hobbit, <laughs> come give us a kiss. She's she's got a very throaty voice. Oh, okay. Uh, no thanks. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hit her with my short sword. <laughs> so rude. Okay, so like you can kind of step in advance, like a step. That's fine, and then you swing at her. Okay. Don't forget, you get the bonus die from your in heart last round. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys? Uh, oh, there's the bonus die now. It should okay, be there. Cool. You should see it. Yeah, That's and don't bad. forget, you guys have five more, uh, five more audience purchased uh, dice, uh, bonus dice. You also have, is it three or four fellowship points left? We have four fellowship. Yeah, we have four right. of each because I just used one. Because you're outnumbered five to three, so you might want to start burning some of these, it's, or it's going to get ugly fast. Yeah, this is going to be bad for me. I'm going to try. Uh, can I get one of the dice from the pool? Absolutely. So we're what down to five? Down to four. Four. Okay. Uh, thank you, audience. Blessed. Thank you. Okay. I uh, didn't do my two extra dice. I don't know what you guys are clicking on. I, th- I think Melissa was having a trouble I with did, it too. So um, I clicked the bonus dice area. So okay. I guess don't do that in the future. All right, you rolled four on your feet die. Uh, how many? Uh, how many bonus dice should you have rolled? Two. So I'll just uh, so roll, roll two. Just roll two D six and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So I think the trick there is that if you do it to the right of center, it's a bonus, but if you do it left of center, it's penalty. So I think that yeah. might be what we were both doing wrong. Okay. Oh um, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh that is a miss with a twelve. Uh do, 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 do. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm just checking something really quick. Yeah, yeah, you needed a fourteen. You're just, you're just short. Uh, okay, um, all right. Um, actually, no, it's a sixteen. And bad rolls. Sixteen. Okay, so yeah, 
Uh, so you, you step up, you try to swing your little short sword, and she just deftly steps back and looks down, ruffles your, your head a little bit, really, really condescending. Uh, and that is the end of your turns. Uh, they are no longer weary, uh, and they are ready to go. Uh, the brute will, the big guy, will um, move across the battlefield with his, and he will get in, in lock an engagement with, uh, with Floyd, so he'll be able to swing next round. Uh, then you've got the one who's outside. Uh, we'll go ahead and target uh, we'll target Gilly uh, and take a swing at Gilly as we'll swing down. No longer weary. Uh, just a cudgel, nothing special. Uh, and you were in open, so there's no penalty or anything like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's see. So that's that's a miss. Wow, I needed to hit a nineteen against you. Wow, that's that can't be right. Against who? Me? Yeah. What's your uh? Holy crap! I have a buckler equipped. Uh, that that uh, that that really only affects um parry. Actually, it does affect parry. What's your what's your plus to parry right now? Uh, my little box is plus one, but my parry is eighteen, like the big box. Okay, yeah, you're a tiny little, yeah, wow. you're a, you just dart around, kind of yeah. get into the bushes, these beautiful kind of like blue uh, blue flower bushes, kind of duck in them a bit. She swings down. She's kind of like chopping through these bushes. She's like, get over here, you wreck. And she's constantly smashing through them. Uh, but she is not able to hit you. Wow. Um, the one that's on Arineal, now that she's, you know, she's she's no longer weary, she'll, uh, she will look at you and... Uh, as you look back at the, the the man who just came out of the door, out of the doors to the north, kind of throws you off. And she'll take this opportunity uh, to swing at you as well. Um, no longer weary. Get that off and take a swing. And plus one because of forward. Oh, yep. I got to roll one more. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's going to be... Just don't roll a six. Uh, I didn't. So that's a fifteen. So you're you're just barely like sword one way, shield the other, just mm-hmm. kind of pairing both of these. They don't have like these don't seem to. The only one that seems to have a pretty intimidating looking weapon is the one big guy who's now started to lock an engagement with Floy. Um, then you can see that the next one who comes up uh, will be the other one that's locked with you. We'll do the same thing. Okay. Uh, and we'll. Continue to swing. Gets that bonus die. I'm going to go ahead and add it properly. Oh, man. I am rolling just nothing. As uh, <laughs> you are able to once again keep uh, keep them at bay. And then final one to go would be the one that just came out of the bathroom. So wants to target our old friend, Floyd. Very mad. You can see toilet paper on his shoe. Uh, <laughs> and he swings down. Uh, going to get rid of that weary condition again. I feel like something's changed with the character sheets. Oh God! Wow! Six. Uh, I am rolling like jack squat as you uh, <laughs> leaning down to the side. Like it, this one's the one that took the wound in the leg. You almost cut its leg off. Swings back at you. Completely misses. Smashes their cudgel against the wall. Um, you can see what looks like some kind of display plate that had like a you know welcome to you know a heart home thing kind of painted on it. Falls and shatters in the ground. Uh, and that is the end of the round. And we go to the back of the top. Uh, stance, stances, we've got a renewal. You're still in forward? Yeah, correct. Uh, Floyd and Gilly, you want to stay in open? 
Uh, yeah, I'll stay in open. All right, Arineal, you're up. Two of them on you. Neither of them have actually been been hit. Um, we'll say that you probably can see the foot of uh, of Oswald Breaker through the door behind these guys, laying on the ground. Can't tell if he's alive or not. Uh, so, Arineal, you're up. All right, I am going to use one of those fellowship points. Gotcha. So we're down to three. I'm going to use one of those audience. Gotcha. Purchased. And I'm going to spend a hope. Because I'm bold. Is there a limit to uh, D6s you can add? No, is not like that I'm aware of. No, I don't think so. All right. Because the more I'm, you add, the more chances you are of increasing the quality of your success. Okay, so I'm bold, so I'm going to spend one hope to give me two. So I'm going to get two from bold, one from purchased, one because I'm up close. So that's okay. four You're going for after that. the woman with the wine-stained yes. teeth? Okay. Yeah, so I should have 66s because it's a sword. Go for and it. And advantage. So let's see if I do this right. Bring it. Um, let's see if that rolls properly or not. It looks good. One, two, three, four, five. You got it seven. Did not roll advantage. Uh, did roll seven. Roll another d12. Uh, all right. So with a nine, nine, you would have. Yeah, you you would very easily. Actually, yeah, you rolled a Gandalf, so that wasn't even have been as good uh yeah you got a great success yeah uh, yeah so you basically wait what do you want to do with that extra success you might just heavy blow it try to do extra more da- more damage take her out i probably should i mean okay. we just need to get through these give me the total uh you want me to do math that's a lot of math yeah and then you're going to describe this in a very creative and colorful way Okay, so uh, Arineal is very upset because she just saw the foot of her friend laying on the ground. Um, And so, you know, she's just been kind of crazy with, you know, kind of the sword and the shield and and whatnot. Um, And so she's just going to kind of, with all her might, just sort of do a whip spin move um, with the the sword, um, just right across her face. Because, you know, kind of mentioning all of that kind of wine stain drinking. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's where the the spin of the sword is just going to catch her right across the jaw. Cool. Uh, so uh, what's the total damage? Okay, so... So their, your weapon has a default damage. So take a look at that. What's the damage I on your weapon? I am struggling to find where that is right Short now. sword is three. Okay. Unless that's a, the one that you have the has, thing on. She does, but it's a, it's it's three. It's a, it's for a crit. So this yeah, is you're right, it's so three. yeah, which you did. This is a piercing blow, by the way. Because yeah, it's a keen it's a piercing sword. Blow. Yeah, you killed it. Yeah, you kill her. So describe how you kill her. Okay. Yeah. Um, this drunken wine. This wine soaked Karen. Yes, yeah, just right, right, just kind of right across the face. Just you know, kind of swipe right down. Okay. So she grins. She's got this, this, you know, this, this berry coated, uh, like, you know, purple teeth, and she just swings. And you, without even looking at her, you just kind of sweep backwards, and you just take her right into the face. You can see the blade kind of burying right into the jaw, and 
she has just a look of utter surprise as you re- wrench the uh, wrench the blade free, and she just falls to the ground. Uh, she is most certainly uh, most certainly dead. Uh, okay, go ahead. Let me get her off the map, and then we move forward, and we've got Floy. Uh, Floy, you look behind you just in time to see this brutal strike from Arinial as she just nearly takes the top of a head off a woman. Uh, what would you like to do? All right, now we're talking, and now I'll just swing, continually swing on this guy. Oh, the guy who just came out of the bathroom? Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, no bonuses or anything, just a raw swing. Yeah. Okay. We got the big guy on you, too, now. Not that I can hit you guys. Oh, no. Oh, right. no. Uh, thank you, That's Twitch, by the way. Awful roll. Uh, okay. You swing, and as you go to swing, you just suddenly, as you're trying to whip the big great axe, you just and you get stuck and you look back and this six foot five behemoth of a man with a shaved head grabs the haft of your axe as you're trying to swing it and and just goes kind of shakes his head at you no no little dwarf uh, as you try to swing uh, all right uh, Gilly open stance outside on the porch with this woman toe to toe you're weaving between these these flowered bushes what do you want to do so i have a question okay i have equipment i have a rope and a hook um i'm wondering if i can use that to kind of like whip it around and try and get it around her ankles and like trip her uh okay uh i think that's great the one thing i'll say is this is probably going to require you to like either drop probably drop your the weapon that you have because you sheathing would probably be an action but if you just drop yeah. it on the ground to grab stuff yeah i'm down with that okay if, I'll you're, do that. if you're cool with that yeah. so let's make this uh this is probably still going to be a roll um do you have an idea of what you were looking to roll here um oh god i mean i mean athletics is my first instinct but i have this yeah. sneaking suspicion that's not something you're good at it's absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so if there's um, something like if there's something else that you think would make sense, uh, I'm I'm fine with it. With uh, craft, maybe as like or craft as being like tricky kind of thing. Uh, well, we did just establish that you were like rolling around in the in the bushes, so I'll take a stealth. Yeah, as you're like kind of dodging around as in the I'm bushes, like in the bush, and then I like <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, absolutely, go for it. I love it. Just try to. You're literally <laughs> doing the hiding in a bush and trying to tie your shoelaces together is what's actually yeah. happening right here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so um, go. All you gotta do is roll your stealth. Cool. Could I use a bonus die, please? Absolutely. Gotcha. Down to five. Thank you to old Twitch again. Oh my. Good thing it's that's a, a favorite roll because you roll both again off in a sour round at the same time, and I'm gonna say that you and and you managed to. To wrap that around her her ankles and yeah, and then just like yank it and just yank it and we'll say she falls to the ground and becomes entangled, and we'll you know we're playing it fast and loose. We'll say it's going to take her uh, four rounds to kind of untangle herself, and so she nice. is she is basically out of the you know you could you could like if you stay in combat with her she can still swing at you from you know the ground, but if you back if you take like two or three steps away she couldn't necessarily advance to you. So as long as no one's like within in you know immediate engagement with her, you she's probably you're probably safe to leave her for a couple minutes, but she can probably hack through the rope or but it'll take her a couple couple seconds. Okay. All right, awesome. 
Um, and so we'll assume then that you maybe back up a couple steps so as not to get caught by her. Um, all right, the one, the big one, the big fella now. The big old brute's gonna take a swing. He's got, he's got your your axe in his hands. No, no, little dwarf. Let's go. Puts a second hand and just swings down uh, with a sword in the direction at Floy. Uh, Floy, and you were in an open stand, so I get no bonuses mm. in this case. Uh, so let me yeah, my target's good. Uh, as he swings down, that's gonna hit this time. Uh, Eighteen is a success. Does four points of damage. No crit. So no piercing blow, no heavy blow, nothing like that. Uh, so you take four points of damage as he swings down and he kind of clips your ear ever so slightly and kind of trims your beard just a little bit and a little tuft of beard hair falls to the ground. You reach up, you can feel blood beginning to, to come out from underneath. How dare? Oh, no. I mean, he did... Floyd did nearly cut the leg off one of his friends. I'm just saying, like, you you know, technically you guys did this. But first. it's the oh, this beard. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, so next up, it's going to be this one that's outside. Uh, it's going to go ahead and use one of her, the required four, to be able to kind of untangle herself. Uh, so that's the one that uh, Gilly managed to, to annoy. Uh, the second of the two that were on Arineal, having just seen their uh, compatriot nearly decapitated uh, by the blade of uh, Arineal, will, with an angry... Uh, or angry shout like this this war cry will try to do like this uppercut swing of the cudgel to take your take your chin off um all That's right fair. uh and you are in waiting. plus one okay. dice because i'm in forward all right that's a hit this time great success even i will heavy blow that Ooh. um so which is going to add two to the damage so you take a total a grand total of um oh sorry also a piercing uh, blow uh, holy what did i roll oh yeah because i rolled uh, i rolled an isaron uh-oh you are wounded oh no so you take five oh, points no. of damage from the swing but okay. and i'm just gonna say it's it's what it's, it's what we just said it just swings out at you you're gonna have to roll on the uh on the wounded uh thing i can do it i have it ready to go I got so it. you got it okay go ahead and roll to see what kind severe injury it's going to take nine days for you to recover, and we're going to call. We're going to call. I think we should call it a broken jaw. We just said in the fiction that they swung upwards with the cudgel, breaks your jaw, and you can see like maybe a tooth goes flying as you spit blood out, and your jaw is now just a little bit unhinged and crumpled a bit. Uh, Ow. Uh, okay. Look out. Uh, next up is going to be the one that's still got that bleeding leg and is managing to hang in the fight somehow. Uh, over by Floy, having just come out of the bathroom, uh, is going to target Floy. Uh, looks a little bit relieved that this bigger fella now with the sword is swinging down, kind of in the fight, doesn't feel as outnumbered. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a swing at Floy, who's an open stance, no extra bonus dice or anything. Uh, but we'll miss your armor. You're too small. You managed to whirl around just in time, kind of put the put the forearm up. And you kind of block away the shot of the cudgel. Uh, next up, we go back to the start of the round. Arineal, uh, you staying in you staying in forward stance? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of them's next to you. Your jaw is aching. Uh, uh, actually, floor. no, because if I once okay. I have a wound, if I get a second wound, I'm down. Right. 
So yes, I don't correct. want to stay there. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I had to remind so myself of the rule on that. I am right. going to switch to defensive. Defensive. Okay. So, so go ahead and make your chance stance change. Floy and Gilly, are you both good in I'm open? Going forward. Okay. Floy is going activated. Ooh. Okay. You um, didn't want to wait your turn. <laughs> I'm going to go to reward. Good okay. Because uh, I dropped my sword. I don't can I not move can. away and move? Let me, it's not so much that. Remember, there's there's Oh, because we're outnumbered. Yeah. Um, I just want to double check something. Only allowed the total number of enemies isn't more than twice the number of heroes. No, you're good. It has to be more than twice okay. the number of heroes. Yeah, you can. Oh, cool. So we'll say you're rearward. Perfect. So you, you step out of the bushes. You get your you get your bow out. Uh, Floyd comes back to you. Uh, you just took a took a shot to the to the jaw. What do you want to do? I'm gonna turn to the big guy that just swung at me, ignoring the one that just walked into the bathroom. Okay. Oh, you've made me angry. I think I'll it's my turn. With my axe, it's here. not your turn. It's Floyd's turn. Floyd's in in forward stance. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, so go ahead, Floyd. I'm gonna use fellowship as well to get the okay. favor. All right. So you're favored. On this roll, uh, do you want to burn any of the audience participation? Yeah, I'll use, use an extra one there. All right, down to four. We're down to two fellowship. Good deal. Go ahead and roll. So which way do I put the bonus? What do you mean? The to the dice? right. Right the is right. positive, left is negative. I think I did that and it didn't happen, but let's see what happens there. It seems to work. It worked for me when I did it, so I don't know. Yeah, it I'm worked for try. me. Seven okay, points of damage. Nice. Seven nice. points of damage against the big guy, uh, which is not enough to kill him, uh, take him down. But you like whirl around. You manage to like as as he's recoiling back from his swing, and he's just sort of got this utterly arrogant, smug look on his ugly face. You just take the axe and just ram it forward right into his stomach. <laughs> as he leans over and then you kind of get ready to swing like baseball swing with the ax blade itself. Uh, then it will move over to a Rineal who's in defensive stance. You've got one on you. You've got a broken jaw. What are you going to do? Okay. So I'm going to use uh, both a fellowship and a uh, audience D six. Okay. So that's three and one for the total. Yep. And I'm going to swing at this other guy. Okay. So sword plus a feet die plus a bonus die. So I should have one, two, three D sixes and favored. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, you're, you're kind of moving a little bit more cautiously, not as quickly staying tightened in. And because of that, your swings are just a little too slow and they managed to duck out of the way. Uh, and then uh, can I move back? Uh, yeah, but he's gonna. you're not going to be able to move so far that he can't get to you on his turn, so okay. it's not important. The only okay. way you Listen. could potentially do it is if you burn your action okay. uh, doing that. Um, so, Gilly, it is your turn. You're outside. You've got the bow out. She is, she's, like, really quickly trying to, much like, you know, saw, just trying to go through, yeah. like, the bindings in her in her legs, and she's looking up at you with this angry look on her face. What do you do? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot her. Uh, and okay. if I could use one of the bonus dice, please. Yep, down to two. From the audience. And then, because that's one and plus two, um, I'm gonna burn a hope 
and use my keen eyed to get inspiration. Okay. All right. So we'll say it's very easy to see her. So this is more along the lines of you're just looking for a really good spot to get her, as opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah. You can see her in it. So you're aiming like maybe for the throat or something like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Floyd, is Arenial your fellowship focus? Yeah. Something bad that happens so to you when bad. I get injured. Oh my gosh, that was nothing but ones and twos. As you just rolled, f- she just rolled a, a one on her feet die, so one on a d12, and then on her five d6s, she rolled two ones and three twos. You fire down her, and she looks up and she wow. looks concerned as she saw, and you and you let loose, and you just miss completely. And she looks over, and you even she almost looks like, how did you miss that? As she turns back at you and it just gets back to quickly cutting. Um, Maybe right. as I was as I was drawing to shoot and I look up and I saw like briefly through the doorway um Floyd being engaged and like his like bleeding. <laughs> okay. Oh no. The know. big the big know. brute seeing Floyd get aggressed. Floyd jamming the, the, the great axe into his stomach. He looks up and you can see just utter anger comes over his face. He reaches back, just a big tomahawk vertical swoop down onto Floy. Uh, I roll a 22 with an extraordinary success. That's two heavy blows that we're mm. going to submit. That's going to be a grand total of 10 points of damage to Floy. <gasps> oh, God. Wow. How are you looking, Floy? About, uh, did a big, pretty big blow to me. Uh, <laughs> pretty big blow you're almost driven down into the floorboards as the the blade cuts through and just slashes right down your chest it almost for a second the swing was so vicious the blade embeds in the wooden floor and then he just wrenches it free and you see splinters flying uh, as the blood of this of our friendly dwarf is now dripping from the blade um yeah this isn't great, guys. Uh, no. Then outside, the woman is still cutting her, trying to cut her bindings. Inside, mm-hmm. uh, we can see that the uh, that Arineal is still locked in this death battle. Um, yeah. But you are, you know, you are defending. So I am going to get a penalty die as they yeah. swing at you. Uh, so this Please miss. Please miss. Oh. Yay. I rolled a ten on my die, but because you took defensive. That's a miss because I only had the extra. I only had the one extra d6. Uh, okay, and then finally the guy with the squirting blood in his leg that you, that came out of the bathroom that you completely ignored doesn't look particularly good, by the way, <laughs> as the blood is really starting to pool on the ground next to him. Uh, will nonetheless uh, swing. Oh man, uh, we'll swing down at uh, at old Floyd. Uh, that swing. Uh, okay, it didn't go through. Let me try that again. Uh, roll. Does not appear to be working. Uh, we'll just say it hits, right? Like, we'll just yeah, assume that it hits. Uh, so it should be... Let me try it the old-fashioned way. There we go. That's oh. a hit. Oh, oh boy. boy. Is oh, all that. Oh, no. Uh, that is uh, a hit, heavy blow, and a piercing blow. Piercing. Uh, so as I rolled a 
Uh, I don't see how that's a piercing blow. Yeah, that, that shouldn't be a piercing blow. I rolled a two on my feet die. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Needs to be a nine or a ten. Uh, so, yeah, but you do still take five points of damage. Okay. Yeah, but it, it shouldn't be a piercing blow. I don't know why it's telling me to do that. It's weird. Okay. And that is that turn. Guys, it's not looking good. Uh, as Floyd comes back to you, are you going to stay? Are you staying in forward stance? Or Rinial, are you staying in defensive? Gilly, are you still in, in rearward? Yeah, I'm going to stay forward. Okay. All right, go for it. Um, you've got the big guy who's next to you. Uh, he's taken some damage. You've got the guy by the door also. Both of them have taken damage. It's, you know, you can you can see that clearly. It's just a question of... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, quite the adversary. I'll just keep fighting this guy in front of me. All right. The big guy. Go for it. Uh, let's see what I got here. <laughs> I just get the one bonus from forward. Okay. Uh, we still have th- two more bonus die left from the audience. What's our fellowship looking like? One left, two. I think. We have one two. One left, I think. Someone said yep. one at a certain it's point. It's one. It's one. It's one. One. It's one. Oh, I took one it. last time. Yep. Oh, one. okay. Yeah, it's one. I'll use the bonus volumes. Okay. Go for it. All right. Oh, we fucked. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Even with a one on your feet, yes. you still got not just a success, success, but a great success. Describe your f- kill, by the way, because that's enough to kill him. Eight points of damage. <gasps> Describe yeah. what this looks like. I'm uh, just taking blows from front and back. But still hanging on one knee. Bring my axe up double hands and just bring it down on this guy's shoulder. Cutting him in half pretty much. So as you as you slice down through his arm, kind of wrenches free that has the sword. Uh, and he'll kind of grab you by the beard, like his blood in his hand kind of dripping. And, he's, and he'll just, he'll say something it doesn't really make sense for Rude out falling but and he just falls and kind of collapses to the ground uh dead uh Arrhenial. oh thank you so much Aaron you guys have restocked you're up to four uh up to four of these rerolls um Arrhenial. all right um I'm gonna try to hit this guy. Okay, you're still in defensive. This is, this is definitely not bold. Uh, so you do not get to. Uh, oh yeah, I only any... have one hope point left, so yeah. I'm not doing anything with that. Not very bold for it. It's not very Aragorn like. Just saying, not very Arwen like. Uh, very bold. Are we okay if I take figure. the last fellowship point? That's it. Yeah. All right. Do All right. it. Doing advantage, taking one of the uh, audience supplied. Thank you, Aaron. So I'll get a plus, I'll get favored and plus one D6. So favored plus one D6. Come on. Uh, what's total damage? Wow. As that is a success with a 15. Yay. So it's three damage. It's just three damage is not enough to do anything. Uh, it'll, ta- it'll do damage to him, obviously, but it's not enough to take him out. 
uh, as like, yeah, you managed to, as it was a very defensive battle between the two of you for a while since he, since he broke your jaw, you've kind of been going back and forth. You're almost like turtling up a bit. He's smashing against your shield. You're kind of pushing him back and back into the corner of the room, but you're not able to actually get any kind of swing off on him. Uh, but, uh, you do, you do manage to finally get one as you kind of do take a little slightly more aggressive maneuver and you kind of get him with an overhead swing. Um, all right, then it's going to go over to Gilly. Okay, she's going to take Outside. a deep breath. She's going to try again. Uh, we are going time. to... What? I was just reading. I used the Aragorn card in him. I was taunting Melissa. Aragorn fought with a lot of things, Melissa. Aragorn has a very lengthy Broken jaw. history. Not being one of them? <laughs> just saying. Uh, Probably a lot of things. Uh, he probably broke many bones, legs. I'm sure. I'm sure other things. Okay. Fell off Take a cliff. Take one of the dice. Oh my god, it's awful. Um, fell off a cliff. Pool, please. You know. Right, gotcha. All right, down to two. Uh, okay. I'm rolling my bow. Great Yay! success oh. with the thirty. Uh, what are you so doing? It is a fell bow. Um, so that just means I raised injury rating. Uh, which you've already hit with a 10 on your feet die. I don't know why the piercing blows don't seem to be functioning properly tonight, but that is a piercing blow. Uh, Describe your kill as uh, where do you put the arrow to take her out? Uh, Right in her artery in her neck. So like I get her as she's like straining or something and it just enters one side, pops out the other. Yeah, like after the first shot where you just flat out missed despite being like five feet away and like she was bound, she just didn't take you seriously. And as she's just all of a sudden comically as the arrow just lodges right into her her neck, she just slumps forward uh, onto her, you know, onto her feet and falls down onto the steps of uh, of Breaker's home. Uh, Okay, Uh, so that's they're down. Uh, two left. Uh, and then I'll and, move into the doorway. Yeah, you just advance a few steps. Yeah. Uh, the one by Arineal, you've kind of pushed him back and back towards the, the, the double doors that go into the office. Mm-hmm. Seeing this large figure that probably the leader fall to Floy. Seeing another, it's two now. You see the eyes kind of begin to get big. And for his action, he's going to flee. <laughs> he's going to try to run. And so he's going to bolt back through the uh, the office and try to leap out the window. Uh, kind of like just without even opening it, just smashing into it and just stumbling outside. Um, and then I think the other one, despite his bleeding leg will bolt out the front door. This is the one that came out of the bathroom that you got for first took the first hit of the fight and stayed up for the whole thing. We'll charge out <laughs> the front door and nearly trip over the woman that, uh, that Gilly was able to kill and just try to make off, uh, as best he can down the road. Um, we'll say this. Do you all want to try to pursue or do you, do you lick your wounds? Uh, what do you do? Arenial's not, running after okay. uh, I'm gonna attempt to shoot the guy running past me okay we'll say we'll t- so if you're gonna try to shoot we'll say you're not gonna chase you're just gonna try to take like one shot at him as he's going yeah, yeah. Floyd what do you want to do I'm not gonna chase her 
Okay, so Gilly, why don't you go ahead, give me one range attack. If you get the hit, you'll you'll take him out before he gets away, but if you miss, he'll he's, he's going to get away. And since no one's chasing after the one going up and diving out the door to the north uh, and out the office, that one will kind of will get away as well. Uh, so go ahead and roll that ranged attack there, Gilly, with your bow. Okay. Uh, give me, since we're coming up to the end, give me a dice from the pool. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to spend a hope for inspiration. Okay. Oh. Man, I am rolling lugs. <laughs> you have rolled at least two, two, three ones on your feet die as you fire, and like you can see it kind of nicks him on the shoulder, but it doesn't land, and he kind of stumbles ever so slightly, but then just keeps running, and you can okay. see him just sort of running full breakneck speed towards the you know in the distance to the Chetwood, um, despite the Could fact. Did you he's say got that I like, like cut his cheek? I mean, you failed. You didn't hit him okay. in the face. Come on. No, no, that's fine. I don't care. You can cut his <laughs> cheek, shoulder, whatever. If you're going to use it later to try to recognize him, no. But if you want to do okay. it just for flavor. That's what I yeah. wanted. No, you failed. No. For flavor, though, we can do it. Okay. Uh, okay. So so the fight is, is won. But you look around. There's bodies on the ground. Uh, you look over to Orineal. Orineal, your... Uh, your your jaw is is hanging limply, and you're having trouble talking. Uh, you can still mm-hmm. talk, but it, it's painful. I assume you rush over to your to your friend, yep. Mister Breaker. Yep. That's why I didn't chase after. When you take a look, when you kind of run into the room, um, you can see that he has been roughed up. It looks like he's he suffered a bit of a beating. Uh, he's an older, older man, probably in his seventies, you would think maybe late sixties, but he's, he's definitely older. Um, you can see that he's got, uh, quite a few bumps and bruises, black eyes, that kind of thing. He is breathing, however, uh, but looks like they knocked him unconscious. You look around in the room and you can see it's like they've been, they were going through his things and you know that he's got one of the best libraries there is when it comes to to the you know local lore area door Breelands, etc you know old books about like you know the the kingdoms before uh what is now here like old Arthedane and arnor and all those you know, the, the 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 history books basically that you know most people don't really uh respond to likely it's probably given you you know maybe maybe talks at length about you know the line of the dunedain and everything like that which well i don't think you have the blood specifically you decided um you know that's some that you you work with do but you can see they've been going through his things like as if they were searching for something um floy and uh and gilly is there is there anything in particular you want to do as we're we, we got to go here to make as long as got to get going but um is there anything in particular that you wanted to do before we closed out Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to walk into the bathroom because I nearly shit my pants after that strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep oh it classy. Keep it classy. Always keeping it classy is Floyd. Classic uh, dwarven, uh, dwarven comedy. Uh, Gilly, anything in particular you would be doing? Uh, she's just going to walk around and make sure that they're dead, dead, not unconscious. Yeah, uh, yeah, Stephen. Vigo did, but Aragorn didn't break those toes. Just saying, no, the difference. So anyway, just saying. <laughs> I mean, Aragorn was good enough not to get his jaw broken, or any. I'm just saying. 
Uh, so, okay. so we'll, we'll wrap it up in this because we got a couple week break. After, after a little bit of time bandaging up, and you can see that you, you kind of go through the belongings of these these people, and you can find more of that that strange tobacco, all that kind of thing. And you don't find anything other other than that of significance. You get some crude weaponry here and there, like old 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 weapons. You get this kind of black iron blade that doesn't look of 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 local make. Eventually, Oswald wakes this old man, and he kind of looks over at Arineal, and he's got this panic look in his eyes. He's like, "Oh no, 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 no! Did you, did you stop them? Did you, did you stop all of them? Not all of them." And you see, he starts to like get up, and he's wincing, and he's like kind of scrambling the map. Where's, where's the map? And he's kind of desperately looking around. And he's got this is this this horrible look uh, of of like concern on his face. They they're going to they they took it. They wanted the map. All of them, four lost, of of the northern downs. They are looking for something. They are on they are on tasks from masters that are awaking. We are in danger. The whole of the Breland is in danger. Ugh. And then he just kind of like passes out again from just utter pain. Like in like, you can see this man's way too old for this. And he just kind of collapses there. And that's where we're going to end. Um, so we'll dive into. Oh, no. What exactly? exactly he's talking about when we get back uh but yeah we got to get going that was a long fight that was a dangerous fight i thought you guys might uh, i was scared yeah, yeah it was getting a little ugly i thought maybe we could uh, thin the herd a little bit before that happened uh but well things being what they are you guys you guys look pretty good but we do have a wounded character we'll dive into what happens with that later um Okay, thank you for everybody who hung out tonight. Thank you for those of you who threw some bits, helped save our heroes' lives. Yes, uh, definitely you. those uh, those audience purchase bits certainly uh, certainly kept them up. Um, we're getting a little now into into the story uh, of, of that we're going to kind of explore. Um, Foranos, North Downs, Weather Hills, Rudauer, Angmar. These are all terms that you can see on your map of Eriador and uh, we'll kind of start exploring that as we go and I think finally next time we'll actually will get into a journey phase um, but uh, yeah they were looking for something here and if had you guys gone to the Versaken Inn oh I wonder what would have happened to Oswald Breaker uh, okay uh, Roger thanks thanks for hanging out uh, we were we're catching we're, we're taking off so you haven't haven't missed anything so just closing plugs later tonight over on Defenders of Cobalt in about two hours you can catch uh, Ashley and I playing Darkest House Monty Cook Games uh, as we are we're playing uh, we're playing 20 something year olds in a haunted house and yeah house hates and the, us and house hates us die. just just yeah. and so does Steven Steven hates us too uh, who's Jim <laughs> uh, but uh, Steven it's fine it's fine we hate him too, so it's it's pretty fair. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday night uh, over on Steam Steel Murder, I'll be playing Shadowrun back on our channel on Monday. Back here, we'll be playing Ultraviolet Grasslands. And then on Tuesday, I'll be over on Garblag Games as we're doing the great Garblag Games. I can't remember the name of it. It's a game show, and we're doing like a thing and for the honor of North America. 
Yeah, I'll be fighting for it. But uh, but that's it. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for those of you that are watching this on YouTube later or on VOD. Definitely appreciate it. But we'll catch you next time. Uh, happy bye -bye. holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. <laughs>